You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, yeah, the Pirates lost. They've lost 10 in a row now. They got swept in two consecutive series before... The start of this one, that was game one of a four-game weekend series in Miami. Pirates are five and a half games back of the NL Central now. Cardinals are still losing, so that's awesome. So they're not really going to catch the Pirates right now, but every other team has. And now the Reds have emerged with a, uh, a lead now, a real one, not just half of a game, but now they're a full game and a half back. On the Milwaukee Brewers, the Chicago Cubs sticking around three and a half back. They're 36 and 38, but now the Pirates are 34 and 40. They're on a 10-game losing streak. Wow. So, we've talked about it before. Talked about how the, the month of April was super exciting how it would take a catastrophic fall-off for this team not to be in playoff contention by the end of the year. Crowley jumped off, then jumped back on. I don't know exactly what the what it was. Maybe it was a jinx for Crowley to keep switching face. Maybe it was a jinx that we all said there's no way they could screw this up. And then they, uh, and then they do. Now you thought May was bad. I've got a, got a, I've got news for you. You want to see ten losses in a row? You want to see three consecutive series sweeps? We'll come to June, where you can see that all. For the record, the Pirates never lost ten in a row in May, and the Pirates. We're not swept in three consecutive series in the month of May. They got swept at the beginning of the month by Tampa Bay and Toronto. But then they won at least one in Colorado. Or not in Colorado, against Colorado at home. But you get the point. Uh, So this month is actually a special brand of poor baseball. Maybe maybe this is all a wake-up call for us as Pirate fans, too, because uh, maybe maybe it's us being a little bit ungrateful towards the team's performance. Because every time we complain, like, yeah, May was bad. They got swept a few times. They should have beat Colorado more. Then you get into June. They should have taken more uh, more games from Oakland. Right, and then and then they find a way to say, hey, you know, th- those losses weren't so bad. Just, uh, just look. Just look now. We 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 lost 
We got swept in in three consecutive series to division opponents. And we blew a lead against a Marlins team that's on the rise. Could have hurt their souls to start the uh, four-game series in Miami. Well, nope, couldn't do that. Because off the bat of Garrett Cooper, the Marlins take the lead and win by two runs. Dowry Money Moreta, who we all had hoped would do well, uh, gave up those three runs late in the game, or just the three runs to, yeah, excuse me, three runs in his outing, didn't get an out. Then Lajinski pitched in and then gave up two earned runs. So, uh, just just rough. The we, I mean, we all thought maybe the month of May would have been the worst of it, and I, I can't I can't believe it. I struggle to believe it. Like I still had optimism. Which you all never hesitate to sometimes tell me, like, you know, why be optimistic? I've seen this from this team for years. And you might you might have. I'm still young. But it's just a it's just a it's amazing to me that they're outdoing some of their poor performances. I guess the only the only bright side right now in all of this is that is that the division is so poor and the Pirates started so well that this division is not it's not lost. And it is still only June and the Pirates have time because the rest of the division, again, not not a strong division. And the Pirates started out so strong that that as of now a 10-game losing streak puts them at 34 and 40. That's kind of a miracle. That a 10-game losing streak hasn't sunk their season. So, I guess try to look at the bright side unless you don't want to. And I certainly won't force you to because, again, they've outdone their poor performance. May was the month that everybody said, well, this is a bad month, you know. And all those quotes, I mean, I wanted to believe that too. The truth lies somewhere in the middle of April and May. Well, what's June then? Because 10 losses in a row and three straight sweeps to division opponents is is worse than May. The Pirates didn't play many divisional opponents in May. June seemed to be the real test. And they're they're failing the test by a lot. Not even just losing series, getting swept three straight times. And a heartbreaking loss to Miami in, in a game where Henry Davis hit his first Major League home run. Pirates lose, 6-4. By the way, this is the Fan Early Morning Show. It's the Wake Up Show. The Wake Up Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. You can apply online at 84lumber.com. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. It is, I think this is the longest time it's taken me to introduce myself on this show. Just, I'm frustrated. I'm sure the rest of you are as well. You can give me a call if you want to express yourself. In a reasonable way, right? No swearing, none of that. You guys know the drill. But just give me a call, 412-928-9370. I'll give you an opportunity to state your case, state your opinion, just express yourself 
Talk to me about you, uh, what you want the Pirates to do, what you want to see. If you've jumped off the ship and you've always jumped off the ship, you can call me. We can talk about it. 412-928-9370. You can also tweet me at Callus underscore 33. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. And we can talk about it on Twitter as well. If you just want to type out uh, some comments, I'll, I'll read them. Um, if you tag me, that's Callus underscore three three C A L L A S underscore three three on Twitter and the phone lines again one more time four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Just a tough loss for the Pirates. I I I don't know. I mean, uh, the catching situation it's a poor one. Um, right now it's it's rough that Henry Davis. You know, we want him to be our savior, but right now they're. They are dedicating their time to letting Austin Hedges play. And we also got uh, some comments from Jim Leland, former manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates, who said this about Austin Hedges and the idea of having a good pitch-framing catcher. If I can get the thing to play, hold on. Okay, now, Jim Leland's comments. You're just fighting to catch the ball when a guy's throwing 100 miles an hour. There's no way that you can frame it. So I think that framing stuff has been overrated, in my opinion. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So he's talking about whenever you guys uh, have pitchers throwing at a high velocity, that pitch framing doesn't even matter because you're really just trying to receive the ball. And even when a guy's not throwing 100 miles an hour, Still, you're just trying to fight for strikes. So Leland never believed in pitch framing. Leland seemed to want to have his pitchers throw actual strikes and fight through the adversity by throwing real strikes or throwing the ball where the umpire's calling strikes. And I like that velocity, uh, that philosophy. And, and Crowley even kind of brought this up too because I always thought about just pitch framing is, okay, it's an art. It's It's good to be able to do. But when he said, you know, do people go to the games to watch pitch framing? No, they don't. And John Wayner even said that he supports uh, an electronic strike zone because it gets rid of the element of pitch framing and you can just call the strikes as authentically as they are. Not, let's try to steal strikes, let's try to make this an art. No, there's no more trying to trick umpires. The pitchers have to throw strikes. And that idea of pitch framing is no longer a statistic. Because if you have an automated strike zone, if you have an electronic strike zone, if you're not just trying to deceive the human eye, you can't you can't get away with that. We got a caller at four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Hi, this is Walt in the car. Hi. Hey, you said you you said you're uh, you're young. Um, I'm in my sixties, uh, so I've been through the pirate <laughs> baseball uh, you know seasons. Yeah, I hear you. At the beginning of the year, when they were doing so good, I told everybody, give them time. They're falling in a dungeon, and they'll be 
the same old powers. Until you change the mindset of the ownership and management, we're not going to go anywhere. Nowhere. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Fair. I mean, that's fair. I don't like to blame the ownership in this situation right now because the money that ownership has spent isn't bad. They're going into the millions again in 2020. I was upset because their highest free agent contract signing was Gerard Dyson for a million dollars. So that was kind of rough. If you said that back then, I'd be a little more like on board because I was frustrated with that when that was going on. But now we're in 2023 and they've spent into the millions for players. They're not spending for, uh, I wouldn't call any of these players premium right now, premium free agents they didn't spend on, but they spent on some veteran guys um, and that's fine. Uh, Austin Hedges at $5 million seemed like a steal, uh, but nobody expected him to hit well necessarily. So that's kind of rough. But also, I mean, Crowley says it best sometimes when he's talking about this, and he's convinced me, like, I've jumped off the Austin Hedges boat now because the Pirates are losing, and instead of um, getting somebody in there that can create a little more offense and uh, make the lineup stronger, you're choosing defense. And, well, the defense can't stop guys from hitting home runs, and it seems the bullpen has been giving up home runs late. So, again, Crowley's convinced me, It's uh, and I'm sad to say it, but Hedges, eh. Jim Leland's not even in support of, like, pitch framing and and that art, which, eh, you know, not the – yeah, that pretty much says it. I mean, that's a a strong – whatever the opposite of endorsement is from Jim Leland. But uh, for the Pirates management, I mean, they spent money. They're not spending really league average right now, but they're, they're, they are they're spent more money than they have before to try to put a team of veterans together that could uh, support these young guys into, you know, learning more about the game from the major league level, which I don't think is a bad thing. So I'm not going to blame it all on ownership. But if you are upset with ownership for the years that you've been watching – I mean, that, that's your opinion, and you can keep that opinion. I'm not going to – I'm not necessarily going to frown upon whatever your experience has been over longer years than I've been alive. 412-928-9370. Got another caller. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Dave from Delmont. Dave, nice to hear from you. What's up? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Not much. I just wanted to ask you a question. Go ahead. Do you think – I'll go into fantasy land with a lot of the pirate people, and I'll – say that in two years or a year or two years, we're going to have really good players coming up and they're going to have a half decent team, but say we're missing a few pieces. We need a fielder and a, and a pitcher. Do you think they're actually going to go out like the Chicago Cubs did when they had all them good young players come out and sign a, a bunch of starters at a pretty good amount to make it a really good team? Or do you think they're just going to get the same crumb bums they usually get uh, to fill out the roster. Dave, I appreciate the call, and I'll answer that question. I want to be able to have faith in the Pirates signing people, signing players. Now, just remember, it's not like this hasn't happened before. When they signed, when they traded for A.J. Burnett between 2011 to 2012, and then they signed Russell Martin and Francisco Liriano, something felt different about the team. Like, to get those big-name players, like Russell Martin was – the best catcher on the free agent market between the 2012 and uh, between 2012 and 2013. So they've done it under this ownership group that is 
led by Bob Nutting, or maybe he's the sole one. I'm not exactly sure how ownership works because I try not to pay attention to ownership too much because it's about the players and about management, but I know he runs things, and we all know that. So I think that they they could. Now, we've also been in kind of a perpetual slide and you know perpetual poor performances over the years, over recent years too, that I don't know exactly when that's going to come. I hope it's as soon as possible. I think for all fans, we want that as soon as possible. And they've done it before. So in the next few years, we can have hope that they will. And that hope can be strung from the fact that they signed arguably the best free agent catcher of the 2012-2013 offseason. And they signed one of the best pitchers that was available in the 2012-2013 free agent class. That was a part of that 2012-2013 offseason free agent class. So... It's been done before, and I we can hope that if things have been done before, that they'll be done again. Um, so I say, yeah, it's it's very possible. Now again, I've been overly optimistic before, and you know sometimes that's come back to hurt my feelings. But that's what being a fan's about too. So for those of you who are fully jumping off and saying, "Don't pay attention to this team; it's a mess," uh, we're fans, and at the end of the day, I mean, if you love this sport and you support your city. At least follow the games. At least, you know, don't pretend like you don't care. Because you not paying attention already shows that you care enough to not to not watch to a certain extent. Because you don't want to witness the madness and the mess that may be happening. So, um, we're fans. So, keep that in mind, too. Let's, uh, you know, you don't have to actively support. If you don't want to spend money going to games or buying merchandise, that's fine. But, you know, it's you know, still follow the team and follow the ups and downs and have blind optimism. That's that's the definition of fan, fanatic. Have blind optimism amongst all reason or logic because you never know. And the, again, the Pirates have signed big players before under Bob Nutting's ownership, and I have no reason to believe that they wouldn't do it again. It just hasn't happened recently, and that makes us all a little frustrated, I know. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 